Hi besties, welcome back to a new episode. I'm your host, Absa. I hope that everyone is really doing amazing. You're taking care of your body, your mental health, your spiritual self. I hope that a lot of people are journaling as well, making sure that you're meditating, getting in your vitamins, just doing a lot of things that's, that's going to help you benefit your body physically and emotionally. So without taking anyone's time, let's get into the episode. Today's topic is all about the fat funny friend. I won't lie to you, my whole life I've been fat. And before we get into anything, trigger warning for anyone who has had eating disorders, who has been fat, who has been bullied, this will be a hard episode to listen to, but don't worry. I'm gonna just take it step by step, little by little, piece by piece, and dissect it without being as mean, I guess, about this whole situation or about my experiences. I just want a lot of people to be educated and to understand what being the fat funny friend is in the society. Before we also continue, I want a lot of people to understand that fat is just a descriptive word. It has no meaning either than that. On top of that, it's also an adjective. So I think a lot of people need to start understanding that fat is not to hurt anyone. It's just to describe. So don't take it to head. Don't give it any meaning. And let's get into the episode. Growing up as the fat child has truly been traumatizing and I say this not joking it was literally traumatizing and I think with that having trauma I also built resilient from that trauma. I will not lie to you regardless of it, of it being trauma it was a blessing in disguise. I got to see who was fake to my face who was genuine who had true intentions or who had negative intentions so I'm not going to lie, it, it was a blessing in disguise, but at the same time, in the society, it was so traumatic. Growing up, I was a very chubby kid, okay? You can see my photos, my cousins will tell you, my mother will tell you, all of my family will tell you, I was just bigger. I don't know why, I don't know how, but genetics sometimes plays a part. But I will not say my body is fully on genetics, but I just grew up chubby. And I was praised for it probably at the age of one to seven. It was cute. People would grab my cheeks, you know, they'd love my body rolls. They'd be like, oh my gosh, your child is so beautiful, so cute. And that was it. That was pretty much the positive side of it. But the moment as I grew older, when I started to become eight, you know, and actually start developing as, I guess, a child, more into my childhood, I would have relatives that would tell me, well, why are you getting bigger? Why are you, you know, getting fatter? And this is what made me hate family reunions because there, was, there would always be that one aunt that nitpicks my weight all the single time. Why are you getting fatter? Oh my gosh, you're so big. Of course, they would try to desensitize it by, you know, making sure that they're going to say it how they want to say it. But was that thing of like as a child mentality wise it's exhausting and I just ended up hating going to family reunions because I was told that well if you go there first of all you're gonna be body shamed and I remember my first experience with this whole body shaming thing it was more of like well if you keep gaining weight you're not gonna find a boyfriend and how damaging it is to say to a 9, 10-year-old child that is still growing up. Because I grew up now thinking that, well, my body has to be catered according to men. 
that, well, if I don't lose weight, no man is going to find me attractive. That's how I started to build myself up that my body has to look apart for a man. And how damaging is it to just say that to a 10-year-old, a 9-year-old child that knows nothing about their sexual orientation, that knows nothing about how they feel about boys. That time, I was not even looking at boys, okay? They were the furthest thing from my mind. I was still a child developing in my own way. And the fact that there's this one idiotic adult that's not educated enough damaging a child's confidence or damaging them on how they should perceive relationships, it was just traumatic. I I hated going to family reunions. Till this day, I actually still hate it. The fact that already they were telling me that my life is determined by how I looked or how my body looked was just so damaging. And I really never realized how much it damaged me until I actually got into high school. It's just a messed up way to grow up. And it literally gives you such a low self-esteem because I genuinely believe that in order for you to have a high self-esteem, you have to be surrounded by people who consistently praise you, who consistently tell you that you're enough, you're good enough, that your body's perfectly fine, there's nothing wrong with it, you know? And I ended up having low self-esteem because I was surrounded by people that questioned why I was so big. How come you're different from your siblings? How come they're skinny and you're so big? And it's like, why are you asking me these questions? Why are you supposed to be minding your business? I think the art of minding your business is so important because sometimes you may not know if it's that person's 13 reasons why to why they take their own life or to why they end up having irrational mindset thoughts that would lead them to having eating disorders. For God's sakes, I was 10 when people would tell me that while your body shape is wrong, you're not supposed to be that big. For a 10-year-old, apparently I I had a body of a 14-year-old or a 13-year-old. And that damaged me in a lot of ways and it gave me like a self a low self-esteem. And I had to work through it by myself. Nobody took me to therapy, nobody took me to counseling. I had to tell myself that, well, if nobody loves my body, I I have to love my body. I never saw myself as beautiful. I hated every little crevice of my body. I hated how my my arms were flabby I hated on how you know I got a bigger chest before all of my friends or how I had certain body parts of mine become bigger and I started to become sexualized because of it and this is where it also encouraged more adults to tell me to lose weight because now in a child's body I'm having adult features or I guess teenage features which already I was already being sexualized if I could say But at the same time, instead of an adult encouraging me or educating me about my body in a positive way, I had people that would literally tell me, well, lose weight. It's your fault that you're that size. Deal with it. On top of all of that, I started to have a terrible relationship with food. Instead of it, instead of me seeing food as this thing that makes me grow, that gives me strength and I should be able to thank it. I started to think, well, I don't like food in that way. And I actually started to give myself comfort, if I can say. I did not like food, but 
it started to actually become my comfort place that, well, if nobody's going to love me, I'm going to love food. And I started to binge eat. I started to, you know, be bulimic. My relationship with food was just not good. It was not good. It was not great. It was bad. And this ended up and leading me to actually becoming more bigger than I was initially. And instead of people actually educating me on how to have a good relationship with food or how to actually, you know, get a good exercise in, I would have people telling me, well, in order to lose weight, you should starve yourself. In order to lose weight, you should exercise 45 minutes, you know, twice a day, you know, two 45 minute workouts twice a day. And how damaging is that to a 13 year old child or to a 12 year old child? Matter of fact, to any child that is growing, that was just damaging. It was insulting. It was isolating. It was just bad. I would literally have relatives telling me or asking me, are you going to eat all of that on your plate? Like, is that the portion you're going to eat? How about you cut off off of meat? How about you stop eating the rice? You know, instead of actually limiting me to eat certain things, they would completely tell me, well, you should cut that out. You should not eat starch. You should not eat you, you should not eat carbohydrates. You should not do this. You should not do that. And it's like, it's so sad to see the culture that, you know, our parents have built, our aunts have built. You know, I'm not going to blame them for anything because that's how they were taught how to act. But I feel like regardless of being taught how to act, you as an adult have to take accountability for how you act and say certain things towards other people because instead of actually you being like well I was taught this you have to take initiative to be like well I want to be different from what I was taught I want to empower little kids to be okay with the fact that they're having bodies that are changing that are growing up humans do that it's part of human life we're going to shape shift into bigger people into smaller people you know and it made me realize that how toxic the diet culture is, how toxic people are towards fat people. And it made me had a really different approach to what life looked like, looked like, because it was a traumatic experience. And I love about it now that I look back, it really does not hurt me as much. But it's also made me realize how differently fat people are treated in society. So when we're looking at the fat funny friend, Throughout all of that experience, I thought, well, I'm just always going to be seen as the fat kid. I thought that, well, I needed to be something funny, kind, a people pleaser, you know, just to be accepted. All of those things, just to be accepted so that they would stop bullying me. They'd be like, well, she's so nice, you know, just to disregard the fact that I was fat. So after all of that experience, I had to tell myself, well, you have to be funny, you have to be kind, you have to be smart because you're not, you don't want to always be seen as the fat friend or the fat relative, you know? So there has to be some sense of personality that comes from you. And I was, I just wanted to be the fat kid, I guess, that was good at art, that was good at math, English, that was good at, you know, knowing a lot of languages. I just wanted validation so much so that I could just stop being called that fat friend, that fat cousin, that fat this, you know. So even if, you know, I was called fat, at least there should be something good behind it. I'm good at math. I'm good at art. I'm good at singing. I'm good at this. And 
again, it was so damaging to me because I became the biggest people pleaser and I had a lot of people take advantage of me because of that. And that was my experience in middle school, I guess. But when I started to reach into grade five, somewhere there, I started to actually develop a backbone. I started to not take bullying into consideration. I started to actually be on a journey to love my body. Yes, it was such a weird experience, but it all came with the fact that I needed to realize that, well, loving myself is the key to shutting down all the negativity around me. Because regardless of me going to family events, when I would eat and they would judge me for eating, I felt judged. I felt useless. I felt, well, I shouldn't be here. Or sometimes when I would not eat, it would be like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Are you fine? Are you on a diet? Don't be on a diet. And it's like, but you're the same person that told me two months ago that I needed to lose weight. So why are you confusing me again? So it was that thing of like, I literally needed to take it into consideration that nobody really genuinely cared about me. They just cared about how I looked. So I needed to understand that that love that I want from other people had to come from me. And of course, I'm skipping a lot of parts of telling how I came to self-love, but it took me a lot and it took me years to realize that it was not about the people around me. It was always about me. It was always about how I felt and how I felt about things, you know, how deeply I felt them, how how easily I cried, how how many anger issues I had because I suppressed most of my anger within myself because I just thought that, well, that person just called me fat. I'm just going to let it slide instead of asking them, hey, you're making me feel little and talking about it like a child should. I thought, well, you shouldn't talk bad to an adult you should not have boundaries around an adult but it's like why should I not do that whereas in they my boundaries are all messed up they don't respect it I'm being bullied and etc so I needed to understand that I needed to love myself that love I was looking for within friends within cousins within other distant relatives I found it in myself and I felt peaceful for the first time in my life I understood that this was my body. I did not share it with anyone. And the more I appreciated my body, the more confidence came with it and the more genuine people came in my life. I started to understand that regardless of how people will feel about you, it does not matter. As long as you're blocking the outside noise, as long as you're understanding that it is your life, nobody else lives it except you, you're going to be okay. My experiences with being fat have been good and bad, but I would not trade it for anyone else. And I will not lie to you. In this world, I would not say or I would not want anyone to be fat, personally speaking, because it is such a traumatic experience. You have the world advocating that you should be skinny in order to be liked. You should be skinny in order to find a significant other, in order to find validation from other people, whereas in... Being fat showed me that you do not need any validation from anyone, except if it comes from you, then it's perfectly okay. Sometimes with being the fat funny friend, when I was actually starting to develop friendships in high school and stuff like that, 
I realized that if I was not funny, if I was not smart, if I was not brave enough, if I was not confident or radiating any of that, anyone was willing to bully me. Anyone was willing to be like, well, what's wrong today? You're different. Whereas in, I just do not want to put up with the facade anymore. Personally speaking, I'm a very funny person. You know, my friends will tell you, well, Absa is funny. You know, when she's not funny, we know something is wrong. And I feel that it's been, it's a facade that, well, if I was not funny, I was always going to be bullied. So I needed to break the ice by being the funny friend, which is not always a nice thing because I feel that, being funny came from be from having a traumatic experience in my life so they know all the single time well if she's not fine she's not going to be funny i felt that if i was not funny if i was not smart courageous had all of these qualities that i inflicted on myself at a young age that i brought zero value to the friendship i thought that well i have nothing to offer so why should i be here I thought to myself, if I wasn't the silliest and the funniest friend, well, I'm the least favorite friend. I would be that, like, literally that friend that would walk behind all of my friends because there was no side on the curb for all of us to walk. Or I would be that friend that would literally be made fun of if my plate is full. Or sometimes if it's less full, it would be that thing of like, well, why aren't you eating? And you would be praised for being on a diet because, well... She's trying to lose weight, so let's applaud her. And it was just sickening, but at the same time, I learned a lot of values, I guess, with that. Growing up the fat, funny friend, you're not invited to a lot of things. A lot of people are just inviting you just to light up the mood. It's just for, well, in case the party goes south, well, we have her as entertainment. It's that thing of, like, I was always second option to other people, and I've and I literally normalized it. I was like, well, this behavior is okay since I want friend, I want a friend or I want friends. So, and I never realized how toxic that behavior was. But as long, as much as I was learning to love my body, I literally distant or I turned the other cheek to red flags because I thought that, well, I needed to have friends. I needed to have some sense of a relationship towards other people so that I just do not become depressed or suicidal, which now that I look back at it is pathetic behavior. But again, as a person that went through all of that traumatic experience with her body, with her mindset, I changed. I came with, you know, that thing of, yes, you came from a very, a very traumatic childhood with your body, but you just need to accept it and make sure that you heal from it. I realize also as the fat friend, the fat cousin, nobody wants pictures with you because it's more that thing of like, well, we don't want to be seen with her. Or if you're in the pictures with them, it's just for them to make to make themselves look tinier, to make themselves look skinnier, just to, you know, be hunched over your back while they're posing, while they're, you know, living the li- the, the time of their lives. And it's like, for us... Or for me specifically speaking, I saw all of that, but I was oblivious to it. And for me, I never realized that it reinstilled the message of you're just the fat, funny friend. And it's like, girl, wait a minute. I'm just your funny friend. I'm just the friend that cheers you up. I'm the friend that gives you a confident boost when you're not doing so great. I'm the friend that checks up on you regardless of me not being checked up on. 
I am the friend that makes sure that everything in your life is okay. Why should I be considered as the fat, funny friend? On top of that, when I would start to be a person that was interested in boys and boys would actually be interested in me, I would literally tell my friends and they would laugh. If they did not laugh, they did not believe that somebody was actually interested in me or they thought that person has to be ugly. Again, I took that as, well, it's just my friends being my friends. You know, I was enabling toxic behavior. I thought that, well, in order for me to be loved, I had to be loved by a person, I guess, that society did not deem pretty or that person had to be fat too. I had a phase in high school where... I believe I was in the ninth grade and I had three seniors ask me out. I think a lot of people need to understand that life isn't about it. Life is just not about how you look. It's all about the confidence you radiate. And of course, my friends just did not believe it. But every single time they would see the messages or they would see me talking to this person, they would be shocked every single day. Like, dude, I thought you were delusional or I thought that you would not bag this person. It's not about how you look. It's all about the confidence you radiate. So I needed to understand that regardless of being the fat, funny friend or having the fat, funny friend mentality that, well, I realized that there's a difference between true friends and close enemies or close haters, okay? And I needed to understand that regardless of having close haters, you just you just need to do you. If you're not confident at all that you can bag a guy that works out or a guy that looks amazing, you need to cut you need to cut yourself some slack, okay? You're human. You may not realize it, but sometimes the people that don't think are that beautiful usually are the most beautiful people ever. And for me, I had to learn that the hard way. I needed to instill it in myself that I'm a beautiful person. Yes, I'm fat. I'm beautiful. I'm kind. I'm pretty. And I have a lot of people right now that agree with me that up. So you're a beautiful person and you should not let other people change that about you. So I understood that regardless of, you know, reinstilling the fat friend mentality in myself or within my mindset, I needed to understand you're always going to be the funny friend but why should it be the fat funny friend i literally learned that being the fat funny friend comes with a lot of perks but you are going to be traumatized as much as i may say that there are a lot of good things that came from it the good things were i saw who my true friends were i saw what true friends looked like and what a close hater looked like i know how to differentiate the two i saw how a skinny person gets treated rather when they're with a fat person, I saw that, well, if I'm at a restaurant and a guy approaches me, it's either that they want my friend's number or they just want to, you know, just to have some fun with someone else. It taught me a lot of things about myself. And now I stand so firm with my boundaries because you need to realize that we have a lot of people in this world that are fat phobic. And it's not going to go anytime soon. But at the same time, I try my best to push body positivity. If people see that as me just advocating obesity, it's perfectly fine. But it's like you do not know the perks of being a fat person in the society. It's not to tell people to be fat. Matter of fact, I encourage you to have a healthy body. I encourage you to eat well, to have a good nutrition, to get in your, you know, 
water intake, I just encourage you to really, really have a good nutrition. That's all I can say. But the reason why this body positivity is not the fact that we want to make people obese. It's the fact that we know how traumatic it is being a fat person in this world. And we try to make a lot of chubby people, fat people understand that, you know what, you're not alone. If you feel that you want to change your body, it's valid. You can go to the gym. You can take care of your health, take care of your nutrition. Um, make sure that people understand where you come from. It's really not about being or pushing people to be obese. It's just to make sure people understand that you should be kind. You do not know what people are going through in their lives. You don't know what, they, what their relationship with food is. You don't know how they've been traumatized within their lives. And this is why body positivity is there. Because regardless if you're a fat person, right, and you lose weight, mentality-wise, you're always going to see yourself as the fat person. And I will make an example of this. So, for example, if I were to ever lose weight, I will always have that fat, funny friend mentality. Because I always grew up with having skinny friends. So my friends are probably about a size eight. That's how tiny they are. And if I were to also drop down to a size eight, I would be afraid to literally borrow any clothes that they have because, well, mentality-wise, I'm still the fat, funny friend. I am that girl that was a size 18. I'm afraid that if I try her dress on, the zip will break. Or let's say I try to go to a party and it's a pool party specifically if I have that fat friend mentality wise I will not wear a bikini I will not expose my body because that's the mindset I've been trapped into and it's normal if a person loses weight and they still have their fat mentality ideas about themselves it's because they've been so pushed around and against you they've been worked against you and They've made sure that you should know that you're a fat person and you shouldn't do this, you should do that. It, it's it's normal, it's going to happen, okay? But what is not normal is to be stuck in that place. You know, to be stuck in negative, in, in, in negative habits, I apologize, in negative habits. So make sure that you understand that regardless if I have that mentality, I am going to try to break free from it. You know, you're allowed to want to break free from something that you no longer are. So make sure that you become kind to people, understand where body positivity comes from. It's not always to say that, well, fat people are allowed to live their lives, um, you know, without being bullied. We, we deserve that much, of course, but it's just to make sure a lot of people understand that our lives have been difficult. And you may be like, well, you put yourself in this predicament, understandable, but that does not mean you should be mean about it. There's a lot of content creators that I've seen that are plus sized and they try to go to the gym and some random weirdo makes jokes of them or they find videos of themselves being body shamed because, well, why are they working out? And it's like you should give her that much credit because she's trying to change her body. She's trying to break out of negative habits. So always be kind. You don't know what anyone is going through. My experience, honestly, of being the fat friend 
at a young age, it was traumatic. But the moment I got into high school, it was such a fulfilling experience because I was never approached by fat people. I was never taken advantage of. You know, I knew what I wanted in a person, in a friend and in a mentor. It was never that thing of like, well, I'm pretty and everyone is going to be attracted to me. I knew what I wanted from the get go because I also thought that and I knew that I needed to defend myself if any attack comes close to me. So my whole intake on this whole topic is learn about body liberation, learn about positive body types, learn about your body type, learn how to wear catered to your body type, learn how to not want to hide your body, learn that your body is beautiful and take care of it. So this was everything I really wanted to talk about. I love you guys so much and bye.